Hello, everyone, and welcome to this very special spiritual podcast on trauma and shock healing for empaths and highly sensitive people. I'm your host, Christoph Spiesens. And I'm Melody Green. Ecological grief, terrorist events, political and social disruption, climate change, uncertainty, war. Sensitive people are like so many other people are really feeling the strain of all of this. And it happens on top of our personal and professional challenges. And sometimes it can all become too much. Today, I talk with my dear friend and soul coach and award-winning author, Melody Green. And this is our third collaboration. And before we start this session, we want to express our sincere gratitude to all the listeners who've enjoyed listening to our previous podcasts, being alive to your spirit and self-care for empaths during the festive season, which was well received. So we are really happy about that. And today on this episode, we are going to discuss the impact of shock on empaths and highly sensitive people, especially on the 75% of us that is not physical. We're also going to enjoy a special attunement channeled by Melody to assist with trauma healing. And we're going to talk about the importance of self-care and share with you some tools for self-care. So Melody, once again, welcome to the show. You are dialing in all the way from Australia, which of course has been in the news for some very sad reasons. How are you doing? Um, I'm, I'm doing okay, and I'm very fortunate that the fires are not where I am, but we've certainly had, we're surrounded by it, and we're surrounded by the smoke, and we're surrounded by the distress of what's going on, and, you know, I know on the map we only look like a little island, but that little island is the same size as the US, mm-hmm. right, so it's actually quite a big landmass, and I think we have been extraordinarily lucky that only, and I don't mean this badly, but only 27 people have been killed mm-hmm. by such extraordinary events. But the, the greatest loss, if you like, has been to our wildlife. Sure. So to give you an example of what I mean by that, imagine a virus hitting Mexico and stretching from Mexico to Canada and every human being dying. That is how many animals have been killed by the fires. That's an extraordinary number. Yeah. Yeah. There are no words to express that grief. Yeah. No. That's right. And that, you know, what we're dealing with now, we are still in the fire zone. So some areas are are getting more back to normal, but fires are still burning and, and some are out of control and they could be you know, blown up by the wind very quickly, because sure. that's one of the, the aspects of it. So we're not out of danger yet, but we are still dealing with the ramifications of that. And we haven't even looked at what will happen once it's over. And we are looking at all of the emotional responses mm-hmm. that people mm-hmm. are kind of putting on hold at the moment while they, they deal with just the, what do I need to do in this crisis moment? Yeah. Yeah? So there's a lot of healing that's going to be necessary one of the most wonderful things about living in australia is that the people here are extraordinarily open-hearted and every day there are 
people who you just don't know from Adam who have given themselves given of themselves in ways that are, are amazing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think, you know, one of the things that this has shown both to Australians and to the world is that there is a greater connection between us than there is not a connection between us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that people are coming from all over the world to offer their help. And that is very heartening to see. Yeah. Now, you work with the angelic realm, yeah. and I'm just wondering, what are their thoughts on the dramatic events that we're seeing in your country? And not just in, in your country, but around the world, because I'm thinking, just scanning through the news, you have the, fire, the, the wildfires in, in South Korea at the moment. We have terrorism. We have planes being shot from the sky. We've got climate change. We've got so many genuinely upsetting events going Absolutely. on. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. We are we are going through a, a transformation, and that transformation is around understanding that we're all one. We can no longer hold on to us and them. We mm. have to become whole. We have to become whole within ourselves, and we have to become whole within living on the planet we are one with the planet if we don't understand that we're not going to survive it, it's kind of that simple yeah um so from angelic realms point of view they are always here to help they are always here to especially emotionally if you like or spiritually keep the the energy high and to let us know that there's always hope mm. So in a way, are we being provided with a learning opportunity? Is this being facilitated to a degree or is this just a just think, event that's um, happening? What are your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I think there's, you know, the, the thing is that there is evolutionary growth throughout the universe at any time and all time, actually. And Earth is going through one of those mm. evolutionary stages. And humanity is going through one of those evolutionary stages. And I think we, we, in a sense, we're moving from being a child to being an adult. Yeah. And, you know, as part of that, we need to take a lot more responsibility. We can't just kind of think of ourselves as being able to do anything we like without there being a consequence to that action. Mm -hmm. And so those of us that have chosen to be here at this time, many of us have been through similar evolutions in other parts of the universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so we come with some knowledge and we come with knowledge with different things and, and different skill sets. You know, ours is a little bit more on the spiritual side. Somebody mm -hmm. else is far more practical. Every person has the capacity to fulfill their soul's journey and yeah. what they can hear mission, if you like to do, and be part of what's going on. And, uh, you know, what we're being asked to do is not be passive anymore. We're being asked to step up and take action. Yeah? Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, what you're seeing around the world is the, you know, the instigator or the motivator of that action. So, you know, so we have to find something that we can attach to in order that we put that action yeah. in place. Right? Yeah. And so, if you like, all of those things that we've just spoken about, the fires and the bombing mm. and, mm. you know, those are different places for people to feel that need to act and to, to speak up and become part of a movement that says, no, this is not how we want to be anymore. We want no. to be something else. And we want to be something greater than. And, you know, we have a whole history of extraordinary 
capacity that human beings have to be creative and make mm. wonderful choices. Mm. So it's not like, you know, we're coming from a place of we've only done terrible things. We've actually got it within us already. So, you know, this is part of the opening that up and helping us recognize that we have those skills and not kind of go into a place of, you know, apathy and, oh, it's mm -hmm. all too hard and it's too mm -hmm. much and, you know, we're not to put any energy in. Each and every one of us that is here has got a role to play. So the universe and, and life itself are generous in facilitating our learning opportunities and, and uh, our growth. Yeah. Mm. You know, we, we have enormous help from all sorts of guides, beings, mm -hmm. other dimensional energies that are watching what's happening here. You know, it's like, you know, we watch the TV screen. We are the TV screen for those <laughs> Right? Uh, sure. they're watching it going wow look what they're doing here and oh my goodness how have they changed that there you know so there's that kind of response from mm -hmm. other dimensions towards us and also remembering we are one we are whole therefore we are those other dimensions as well uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> another part of us do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. so the angelic realm i understand what you mean by that because I know you and I know your work. For some of the listeners, the angelic realm might be a new concept, something yeah. fresh. I'm wondering, is working with the angelic realm for the chosen few? Do all of us listeners have access to some kind of bigger picture? And, and if we do, how can we tap into that support network? Okay. It's there for everyone. Everyone has access. We, in actual fact, have, uh, imagine, imagine that we are in every dimension from the first through to the infinite ultimate level. But for easy, ease of understanding, let's say there are nine dimensions. Mm -hmm. Your energy is in all of them to source, right? You are the source experiencing itself having an experience and feeding back in, in a biofeedback system, if you like, with the source right? mm -hmm. for that growth and expansion. And the angelic realm is one aspect of that yeah. energy. And we are, therefore, one of those aspects. And so, therefore, we have access to this element within ourselves. To see the angels as something outside of yourself is actually one of the problems that we have had in helping people understand that the angelic realm is there for their benefit as well right mm -hmm. so it, it in some ways being separate like that seeing them as separate and holier and more you know whatever spiritual than us yeah mm -hmm. um is is actually has actually been working against us yeah. not for us uh we are if we are going to come into a place where we are more uh, are responsible for who we are and we take you know positive action around who we are and what we achieve in life mm -hmm. for the bigger picture as well as our individual needs we need to understand that that is a part of our energy and embrace it and bring that energy in to use and be with um, and listen to because it's part of our spiritual guidance system yeah. and so therefore every single person has angelic energies around them mm -hmm. and the angelic realm is there for communication with it's yeah. not 
those that appear to have it as though it's something special for them, what they've done is they've developed it the same way as an athlete might develop its muscles. Sure. Yeah. That's, that's all. That's the only difference. Mm -hmm. So the we're image. Not we're not special. We haven't been anointed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the image that I was given listening to you was that of a pupil who has a lot of respect for his or her teacher. And yeah. that's, that's healthy and that facilitates the learning. But when the respect is so great that it becomes a blocker to the learning, then that's where it goes off the tracks, perhaps. And let's just look at that from another point of view for a minute, because the idea of a teacher, and I, I've done a lot of teaching in my life in all, in all kinds of ways, mm -hmm. is that the student learns and passes you by right? In other words, their learning becomes so great that they learn more than you and that you are superfluous to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what the angelic realm is aiming at. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they want us to have this greater understanding so that we can be more fulfilled here in our experience of us oh. and what we're doing. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Now, empaths and highly sensitive people in particular are, I'm going to use a heavy word, are struggling with yeah. many of these events or at least the energy on the back of the events to the point where even watching the news becomes an unbearable experience. Um, watching a movie that's completely fictitious can also trigger similar responses. Um, how does shock work in the body and our energetic field why exactly does it impact us so much mm. well i suppose you know the thing is as a medical um diag uh, you know diagnosis of what shock mm -hmm. is you know they say it's some tra trauma or heat stroke or blood loss or allergic reaction mm -hmm. or Poison. severe infection etc mm. etc et right so that, that's the physical uh, mm. impact. And, you know, your organs don't get enough blood or oxygen. And so, you know, if the shock is long standing or, or consistent for a long period of time, you could end up with permanent organ damage or even death from shock. Oh. Yeah? So that's the physical one. That's the one we know. But it's the one that we're not so clear on, right? Which is what's actually happening to you when you are going through that shock process, right? And the shock process does not begin just on the physical level. In fact, the physical level is the end result mm -hmm. of the shock, right? The shock is already being felt on the emotional, mental, and spiritual levels of the body. And so that's the stuff that we, we as empaths particularly and highly sensitive people feel first that's and the 75 percent yeah mm. yeah so we get all of that kind of you know blasting at us and we're already in shock without realizing so i think you know understanding how shock works and what's actually happening to you will help you as an empath deal with that and also then be in a place where you can open up you know, the opportunity of learning for yourself and protecting who you are, no. you know, of what, what's going on. So when you register a shocking event, a few things happen to you, 
The first thing is that your non-physical bodies go into protection mode by trying to exit the body. Now, the reason I say that is, from the soul's perspective, your body is like a garment, you know? Mm -hmm. And, you know, if the garment's old or, you know, not doing its job, then the body's going, well, I'm out of here. It's time for me to go, Mm -hmm. right? So that's the first, the first thing is that the soul will be going, do I need to leave the body? How do I protect myself? Then your electromagnetic bodies register the shock and it alerts the adrenal glands for fight, flee or freeze responses. Your spiritual body asks, what can I learn here? Your mental body asks, how can I protect myself here? And your emotional body says, let me feel it, express it and respond to this event emotionally. So your emotional and spiritual bodies need time to receive and respond and your mental body wants to react immediately. So this cause is immediate stress because your Mm -hmm. your body's at war with its different needs, right? And so when you are in an element of shock, the very best thing to do is to learn to reintegrate first before you do anything. And one of the ways that um or one of the things i would suggest that empaths and highly sensitive people have on hand at all times is a rescue remedy or emergency essence Mm -hmm. because flower essences are very good at reintegrating the non-physical aspects of us because the biofeedback system that we're getting so we're getting the physical things that are happening to us and that's feeding back to the brain and our non-physical aspects and then the information is going backwards and forwards along particularly the endocrine system, mm-hmm. so all of your glands, yeah, they need to be in working order. And as soon as you're in shock, they're not because you've disintegrated. Mm-hmm. So the first thing to do is to get integrated back in. When you work together as one unit, each body has a role to play. Your physical body responds to the shock. It checks to see if you're hurt and sends information to the brain so that you can decide whether to fight, to live or not. Your mental body decides if your physical body is in danger and looks for a solution to defend it. And the spiritual and emotional bodies open themselves to experience the whole event to gain maximum knowledge for the soul to utilize and gain wisdom. Then, as soon as the danger has passed, the body goes into recovery mode. The problem of shock, stress, and recovery becomes a problem if the event is sustained longer than is safe for an individual body to cope with, and this is different person to person, or there are a series of events that happen close to each other consecutively and you mm. do not get a chance to relax or yeah. you know, rebalance yourself, mm-hmm. or if previous shocking events have not been properly dealt with and you're holding them in your body, And so you can be triggered by that previous event. Or if you have received an unresolved emotional trauma from another time, often in childhood, that can be triggered. And if the event is too shocking and the mind, heart and spirit cannot make any sense of the event, then the whole body shuts down. And that is what's possible here in Australia with the kind of events that we're dealing with. Mm Okay, so we're, you know, we're needing to, to enable ourselves to go past that. And that's another reason why the angelic realm was so keen to do this yes. uh, work today. 
So what does a person look like if they have long-term shock? Well, they're usually emotionally disconnected. They have a sense of like zombiness about them, yeah? They can often be depressed. They can be emotionally fragile. They can be suffering with pain in the physical body, such as headaches, backaches, or non-descriptive pains of all kinds mm. that medical science doesn't really understand and can't put into a category. They can have heartache that can be physical. And we recently, only in the last three or four days, one of the wives of a fiery explained how her husband had a heart attack without even realizing it. <laughs> and and fortunately was at home and was able to go to hospital and they had to give him, um, you know, heart bypass surgery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was to do with the stress of being out, seeing what he was seeing for the last three months. Overload. Overload. Yeah. Mm. It becomes a physical thing because the, you know, the, the non-physical parts of us actually, not only do they act as a, a biofeedback system, but they're also like a protective system for the physical body to help mm. it. And if, you've, if you're shattered on those levels, you've got nothing to protect you. Exactly. The physical body is right in the firing line. Yeah. And the other thing is that they might show signs of physical injury, especially to the right-hand side of the body. And I'd like to tell you a little story that happened to me many years ago. Um, a woman came to me saying that the uh, right-hand side of her body, she was having a lot of problems with wrist, knee, and ankle. She seemed to be spraining, slipping, falling over. And she'd been checked out for neurological imbalances, and she'd been given a clear bill of health, but she was still having these problems. Mm. And the first thing I noticed about her was that she was not in her body. In fact, it was almost like she was sitting, I was sitting looking at twins. That's how it felt. Mm -hmm. right? And uh, except that one body was really old and the other was the age that she was. Mm -hmm. right? I looked at this and I said to the angelic realm, what, what is going on here? And uh, they said, she's in shock. Okay. So I reckon that the difference between the two bodies is around about 20 years. So I said to her, um, it feels like you've been through a terrible shock approximately 10, 20 years ago. Do you know what it was? And her eyes suddenly filled with tears. And she said her son had been killed running across the road. He was six at the time and she was coming up to the 20th anniversary in the coming month. Mm. So as we talked, I noticed her energy literally start to soar in front of me. It was as though, mm -hmm. you know, she kind of like seeped out somehow. And I suggested a program of flower essences and color therapy. And she came back to see me six weeks later and it was like a completely transformed person. Her face had softened and come alive and her natural bloom and color had returned to her skin. And she'd lost five kilos. Her back was straight and she appeared enthusiastic for life. She said she'd finally been able to discuss the loss of her son with her husband and that he too was starting to change. Mm. And she'd had no more falls, sprains or disturbances to the right-hand side of her body. And in fact, all of her was in harmony. And when she came in, it was, I could see that she'd moved into being in alignment with her body. Yeah. Right. So that was what shock had done to her. Wow. So I would say... If I, you know, if I look at the people that come to me for work, I would say more than half. In fact, I would say probably more than 75% are 
of people that come to me are in a state of shock. And the first yeah. thing we have to do is to bring them into alignment so that they can function because they're not actually functioning. I am drawing a parallel here to my practice, Melody, and I would, yeah, I think 75% is, is the same in my world where people come to me for an, a topic with an issue, some agenda they want to talk about, but it's actually the vast majority of the work that needs to be done first is transcending the overload that they mm-hmm. carry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Right. And um, you mentioned harmony, harmony equals balance, balance equals grounding, grounding equals being present. And when, you're, when we're present, then we can, we can still cope with a great deal, but we do it more effectively and we can actually yeah. serve better. So I think yeah. especially for, for, for sensitive people and for spiritual people um, who are often on the front line, so to speak, that coming back to center is essential. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I, I mean, I, I think, you know, we have to also be aware that going out of your body is actually easy. We do it every night when we go to sleep, right? Mm. We separate from the physical body. We allow the physical body to, you know, do its work and to, to rebalance itself, re-energize. And while we're in that state, the rest of us is out having merry times doing all sorts of things, depending on... <laughs> what it is we've come here to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, those of us that do a lot of work with spirits, uh, and those are often people that are empaths, um, they are doing soul retrieval work. They are assisting people who are in traumatic mm-hmm. situations now. So, you know, I'm sleeping mm-hmm. at the moment, or well, my body's sleeping, the rest of me is out helping whoever I can help on the other planes and sometimes i get that as a dream vision do you know what i mean and i know that it's happening and other times i just know that it's happening and there are the the thing with having shocking events that it it trips us more deeply than that just in and out of normal body and the impact lasts longer and as a result of the shock, we are more likely to be vulnerable to energetic vampires. Mm-hmm. And that is why it's so important for us to know how to look after our bodies, you know, not just our physical body, but our emotional, spiritual and mental bodies, right? Because yeah. this is the first aid that's kind of missing in our first aid trick, right? <laughs> and, and this is what we need to do. And this is why the angelic realm has been spending a lot more time with me uh helping me to get these attunements in place mm-hmm. so that that you know we we've got the tools to be supported to be able to do the work that we've got to do it's not that we don't want to do the work we all want to do the work we put our hands up for it and said yes give it to me but you know spirit saying well that's great but we you don't need to kill yourself in the process right mm. <laughs> it's supposed to be service in joy not service in you know distress and and uh, death. Yeah, but we've certainly moved on from the conventional picture of the spiritual person dressed in a certain attire um, with <laughs> incense yes, and some, some nice smelly candles in the background. Um, it, it, it can be all of that, and, and there is a time and a place for that. Um, and I love incense and I love a smelly yeah. candle, but it's, um, it's time to, to step up. 
and and those are are tools that are you know are part of your uh, first aid kit i mean Mm. i'm talking to you now and my aromatherapy atomizer is blasting out right um i I have to I have to have those things because that helps me lift my vibration and mm-hmm. high. And I can't do the work that I need to do unless my vibration is high because yeah. otherwise I'm going to be using my own energy rather than allowing the energy to move through me. Yeah. 100% and, and I am um, sorry to interrupt um uh, Earlier today, in on Instagram, in fact, I, I came across a very powerful quote. Empathy without boundaries is self-destruction. Yeah. And because you mentioned managing your own energy and otherwise you can't be as effective, etc. That is so true. It's essential just to manage mm. that. Mm. And, you know, as empaths, you have to, because we are so sensitive, we have to be hyper vigilant about that we don't have to be hyper vigilant about you know what we were talking about before about anxiety mm-hmm. and you know, wherever uh when we are out of balance where we go whether that be depression or anxiety or wherever mm-hmm. we know those states really well because those states are the things that brought us to uh, asking the questions right about who we are and what we are and how we can be better mm-hmm. you know? but and so we we've got a sort of um, hyper sensitivity to those aspects of how we got brought to the pathway, right? Uh, but what needs to happen is we need to shift that, and we need need to move that hyper vigilance to, am I taking care of myself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We do that, we can be far more effective than we've ever been before. Yeah. And that's what's needed. We you know we are needed like that. Yeah. Now, a few moments ago, Melody, you mentioned the word attunement in your work. Can you please elaborate a little bit on that? Because I know very well what an attunement is, but not all of our listeners might do. Okay. So an attunement, and there are other words, different uh, um, modalities use different words. Okay. Uh, But an attunement from spirit's point of view and from, from the angelic realm's point of view is as it's what the word is word says in at tune in tune with yourself yeah okay. uh, and the angelic realm use sound a lot uh, i think that's probably why i have such a strong connection to the angelic realm because as a you know a life as a previous singer mm-hmm. you know sound is very important to me right so and you know i've he- i've heard angelic choir since i was a child so the attunement makes sense to me and so what they're talking about is just tuning your body up to the right frequency, basically. It's not a, you know, an attunement shouldn't be something that makes you feel terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> an attunement should be something that makes you feel like you're fully here, you're very present, you're very ready to do something. You know, you've yeah. got the energy in line with you and ready to work. That's how it should feel. Beautiful. And you're going to take our listeners through an attunement, I believe. I am. This is the attunement for overcoming shocking events. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the way to do this is, the first part is for you to, just individually, as you're sitting listening to me, just think about what your responses have been in recent days to a shocking event. When was it? When did it happen? How did you respond? 
What did your body do? Did you freeze? Did you flee? Or did you fight? What happened to your breathing? Did your heartbeat increase? Did your skin go clammy? How did your mind cope? Did you make any judgments of what the event was? Or any judgments of your response to the event? How did you feel emotionally? Did you recognize you were in shock? And what did you do directly after that shock? And while we're thinking about those things, if uh, when you're listening to this podcast, you need to kind of press pause to get those ideas out, then do so because it's important for you to fully understand how you responded. Yeah. Remember, no judgment. This is just your response. And once you have a really strong sense of what that is, and you know how you went through that, you know that you've gone through a shocking event, and it's perfectly okay for you to feel everything you did at that moment. One of the things you could do is you could wrap your arms around your body and give yourself a hug. This will help the body to calm so you can begin in the next section. So I just want you to feel very calm and place your arms around yourself and just breathe in that hug. And once you start to feel calm and safe, I want you to place a hand on your heart and say, I love you and you are safe. Now, I'd like to just give you some of the instructions that the angels are giving around this. First of all, this attunement should not be done while you are driving or being on the phone or whatever else you are doing that will distract you. You need to be in a place where you feel calm and you're going to be uninterrupted, probably for about 10, 15 minutes, I would say. You need to take your time in it. So you might need to come back and listen to it again, okay? And if you have trauma or shocks that you realize from other times other than this particular moment, you can go back and use this to help heal that as well. So you may want to use this attunement over and over until you feel that you have supported yourself on all the levels of the pain or fear that you might have. You may want to release pain, fear, or shame of your response to the shocking event. And you may have tears and unexpected emotions. And Spirit would ask that you honor these and do what feels right. And when the process is over, they suggest you record any impressions that are important to you. And to remember the reason for this attunement is to let go of the shock, not to hold on to it so that you have no idea what specifics of your release are, and some people won't know what it is they're releasing, and that's perfectly okay. Don't worry about it. Just know that the process is in place. Sometimes when you do an attunement, you don't see or feel any immediate response, but the response comes later. So just be aware of that and look after yourself over the next few days. 
if you feel like you'd like to hold a piece of crystal or light a candle or do any of those things that are part of being on the spiritual path, then do those now because that's what needs to be done. This is what you need in order to support you. And now we're ready to start. How this works is it's a series of statements and the spirit will allow a space between the statement for you to say it yourself or your version of it or for you to feel the words in your body and let them sit with you. Okay. So let's begin. I ask for protection from my guides and angelic realm through the session and beyond. I see my being and where I am right now, surrounded by unconditional love, gently supporting my actions. As I breathe in easily and effortlessly, I visualize my lungs and see the pain, sorrow and sadness locked in my body. And I see how disintegrated my body has become. My physical body may respond to this visualization, but throughout the process, I am safe and whole. I feel now as my healing angels and guides work to soften and dissolve this energy, releasing where I am frozen in shock and where I am not fully engaged back into my body and my life. I release my own shock pain, sorrow, and shame from this lifetime. I accept that it is time to let the shock leave my system. I choose to allow my body to fully function perfectly, harmoniously, and in optimum health. I let go of the need to be in fear at what I have experienced. I have come to earth to express my own unique gifts, talents, and creativity and I allow myself the opportunity to shine my very best into the world. I see my response to shocking events as part of being human and alive. I embrace these events and my response to them as a step on this road. I let go of fear, shock, 
or any other emotion this event has brought up for me. And I remember that at my core, I am love. I choose to be curious about life around me, to be open to life and living. I know my ability to recognize shock is a sign I am human and that terrible events deserve a response. It is a sign I am empathic and part of the world around me. I choose to allow this response, but not to become fearful, blocked, or frozen by the event. Instead, I choose to acknowledge the moment and realign with myself and life. I release all shocks and my responses to them, be it grief, sadness and sorrow, found in my cellular memory of all shocking experiences I have had. I hold in my heart the space for peaceful coexistence and loving kindness to all species and parts of the universe. I let go of the fear programming that has resulted from these life events and experiences and I allow the light of love to fill all my life and interactions with this wondrous planet and universe. I choose to be playful, open to learning new things, willing to change and grow to bring forth the very best of myself into the world. I understand I am a limitless being and that includes my ability to respond to the world I live in and the experiences I receive. As I release, I see the energy flowing more easily. The gray whiteness of a frozen landscape is now being awakened by the sun and warmth. My lungs feel free and light, and I breathe deeply and easily. My lungs and ribcage opening easily and effortlessly. I am independent and free. I feel my breath slowing, deepening and filling my whole body as I realign all parts of myself. My nervous system is calm and centered. I am one, I am whole, I am in right flow. Divine healing intelligence, thank you for this healing release and guidance.
And now placing one hand on your head and one on your heart, say aloud, ground, align, connect, protect, seal, energize, balance. Take a deep breath in and out and feel yourself come back. And the session is now finished. There are just four things that Spirit would like you to know that need to be done post a session, post a realignment or attunement. One, you need to rehydrate. These sessions use a lot of your electrical energy, and so you need to replenish that by drinking water and lots of it. Reintegrate. If you feel a bit spacey after the session, then use Bark Flower Remedy Rescue or Australian Bush Flower, whatever you've got that is a rescue or emergency essence. This will help the reintegration process. Rest. Take it easy. Spend some downtime without technology for a few hours. Go to bed early. Reflect. Make notes of anything that comes into your thoughts or feelings over the next couple of weeks and share with us if you wish. And just a quick note here from the angels. Beloveds, we thank you for the work you have done. We ask you to take your time, be gentle with yourself for the next few days, and make notes of what comes up for you. This attunement should be kept on hand so you can use it for any shocks you receive in the future. Always with our love and blessings, the angelic realms guides to the awakening and spirit in its many forms. Wow, Melody and the angels and spirit, thank you so much for that beautiful and very helpful attunement. I feel relaxed, I feel focused. I hope it has very similar effects on our listeners. And as you said, you can revisit this attunement as often as you need to. And there's one thing that I would like to circle back to in terms of what if people don't have time or access to the attunement, maybe because they're, in, they're on a tram, they're in a busy office environment, they're at a networking situation, whatever. Um, and that's the backflower the rescue remedy backflower you mentioned earlier, because I always carry some tablets on me because they're now available in, in tablet form. And I'll have one throughout the day, almost every day, not just in stressful situations, but in order to make sure that my auric field is as complete and strong as it can be. Yeah. I find it very reassuring. I find it very helpful. Mm. That's right. They, they, they were designed primarily to be in an emergency or rescue situation. However, you know, we, it's very easy to, especially if you're an empath, to uh, go in and out of being whole. Mm. And so, you know, if you have it as part of your just basic living, caring, self-caring, it is enough to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's the same with the ground aligned connect Thing as well that um, I put in the, the grounding technique that can be used and should be used when you can't when you wake up first thing in the morning because that brings all of you back to the present mm. yeah. 
uh, and can be used at any time during any part of your day when you start to feel kind of a bit off. Yep. Right? It's another grounding technique that keeps you in your body able to be present with what's going on. And then the, the other uh, form of self-care that I feel is very helpful is color therapy. Uh, so this is uh, the, the ones that I use are from Orosoma, which is based in the UK. White Pomanda, Deep Red mm. Pomanda, the B6 Etheric Rescue, all of those are very helpful. And the reason the color is so good is because it helps build up the energy field. So, you know, if you've, you've been under attack or you've, you've had a lot of energy go out, it's a re- very quick and easy way of bringing your energy levels up again. Yeah. And as an empath, I think that's a really important skill to have and tool to have with you. I use these when I travel, Melody. Um, hotel. Yeah clearing of um, hotel rooms, training yep. rooms, um, big event spaces where I do a public speaking gig, whatever, um, yep. a, just a few puffs in the air and it's, um, yeah, it settles the energy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because of those places, when you walk in, they might be clean in terms of, you know, you've got fresh linen on the bed, mm. but uh, you, they, the person before you might have been in a terrible state and left all of their emotional garbage there. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. You, don't want, you don't want to be going into a place like that and picking up without realizing. Yeah. And just for our listeners, we will be putting the links to these various um, resources like Backflower and the Pomanders and the, um, the others. We will put the links on the podcast description for easy access. Mm, thank you. Melody, any final words in closing of this episode i have a feeling there will be more this is what we this is the the feeling we the vision we had a a few months ago and now we have just recorded our third session Um, it's 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 a joy to share tools and experience and tips with our listeners so thank you for being a part of this yeah my pleasure and you know if any of our listeners Mm. need or feel that they need a more individual attention, then, you know, please get in touch with me because, uh, you know, we can do something that can be specific to you. Whereas what we're doing with these is more general. Yeah. the world attunement. And also having said that for the next few months, at least some of whatever my clients pay me for my skills is going into uh, helping the bushfire situation here. It's very generous of you, Melody. Mm. Mm. So, Melody and the angelic realm, thank you very much for contributing so much wisdom. It's greatly appreciated. And to our listeners, I would like to say thank you for tuning in. Look after yourself. And we look forward to connecting with you on a future podcast. Bye for now. Bye, everyone.